we just concluded the 2018 Oscars. The Academy Awards is a wrap. <laughs> and it's late for one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, this whole thing about, you know, don't talk too long and all of that. How about cut some of the bits, cut some of the presenters talking, <laughs> let the people who win have their say, and cut your stuff. Oh, wait a minute. But let's get, <laughs> we just, we just, we just kind of left the gate open <laughs> as we ran out of it. But listeners, this is our annual Oscar debrief between the critic and the referee. Mm -hmm. We are definitely um, leaving this year <laughs> at, at least firm on what the best picture is. <laughs> <laughs> and your favorites came back. They did. I and you know, did. Warren, we'll baby, get to that. Huh? why didn't you let Faye Dunaway say it this year like you did last year? Uh -huh. You wanted to throw her under the bus. <laughs> why didn't you let her do it this year? Well, huh? hold on. Let's get there. <laughs> Listen, if you listened to our podcast last week, we did go over some of our Oscar predictions. Mm -hmm. And many of them were correct, as usual, and some of them not so much. <laughs> yeah, and I'm kind of happy with the ones um, that we got wrong. Well, but, but that there's a difference. We pretty much called everything yeah. of what is, but some of the should-bes and our desires didn't happen. But that's okay, because this is a night to celebrate art and to celebrate um, movie making, and we are here to join in that celebration, because there would be no why watch that if we didn't have something to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start off with the first award of the night and the first award that we even talked about, and that was the best supporting actor. And no surprise, we got it right. Sam Rockwell took it home for three billboards. Uh, mm -hmm. And you said, you said, if I remember correctly, that particular role is very difficult to find, to have it be redeemable because yeah. he plays such a hideous character. But everybody agreed as, as far as the uh, Academy goes, uh, or at least the majority did, that yeah. Sam deserved it. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. Would I voted for him? I don't know. Oh, well. But I don't have a problem with that because I, I will tell you and the listeners, because you don't even know, I did watch a few more movies since we last recorded. Ooh. So I have seen The Shape of Water. Mm. I have seen I, Tanya now, so I'm, yeah. I'm oh. catching up to you. <laughs> Good, good. Yes. Did you enjoy it? You knew. <laughs> I did enjoy it, and yeah. I will talk about it as we go through in the right moments. Um, I just loved Richard Jenkins. Yeah. In the Shape of Water. Absolutely loved the wig, piece and all. I mean, <laughs> so I will save that because, of course, that one, you know, best picture. We'll, we, so. we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So Best Supporting Actress, of course, uh, no surprise here. We called it uh, Allison Janney, who... Again, I have to reiterate, she is not, many people are probably like, what did she do? Who is she? What, is she coming out of nowhere? What? No, this is, this is West. Yeah, some people will. Mom, West Wing. West yeah. Wing. This is a multi-Emmy award winning. Masters of Sex. Masters of Sex. She now has an Oscar for her best supporting role playing Tanya Harding's mother, which was a pretty. Lavana. Hideous, hideous woman bird that and she all. portrayed, and she thanked the bird tonight. So, Allison, yeah. I'm hats off to you. I'm super, super proud of you for that one. I'm gonna say something surprising. Okay. I would have voted for Metcalf. 
Laurie Metcalf. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, now, no shade to Allison. I have no well, problem with her winning. No well, problem with her winning. But I would have voted for Laurie Metcalf. And it was interesting, Ref, looking at the clips here. Because mm-hmm. I do want to say, I now want to almost run to see Phantom Thread. That is the only best uh, picture nominee I did not see. I really want to see this movie. That scene with Leslie Manville giving it yeah. to Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah. With yeah. the T? Oh boy, here it is. We said this was a strong uh, category. It was. It's a very strong category. I, for one, am super excited for Alice and Janney. And I'll talk about Octavia later. um, uh, Along with everybody else who was nominated in this this category. Yeah. Now, we also talked about writing. And remember, listeners, we said that there's a difference between adapted and original. So for adapted screenplay, that's based off of another work, we saw Call Me By Your Name, Take It Home for this one. We, we were kind of toying around, wow, wouldn't it be neat if it was Logan, but Logan really wasn't picking up anything. We even threw in a little bit of Disaster Artist as it just a coming out of the left. But Call Me By Your Name really did take it home. James Ivory, he uh, was very excited to get that award. Yeah, and deserved it. All right. Best original screenplay, though. Mm. Hey! I told you somebody touched something in the <laughs> We had those. We had a lot. This, to me, was very stiff competition. Yeah. Uh, because all of these works were extremely, like, you can't get any more, um, you can't get any more opposite of one another yeah. as far as what's going on here. But... Jordan Peele took it away tonight with Get Out for Best Original Screenplay. Deservedly so, I will say. Deservedly hats off to him. so. Yeah, hats absolutely. Off to him. Yep, definitely. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, I mean, look, but all of these, really, all of these scripts are very strong in yeah. addition to what you're saying with them being so different, so distinct. No, absolutely wonderful. Nobody really saw that coming a year ago. Right. <laughs> we were just affected by it. But now that we're here at the Oscars, it was pretty amazing. I, yep. Now, this is something that we did not talk about. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just had to throw in anyway. Cinematography. Now, mm-hmm. this was a special category because this was the first time a woman had been nominated for Best Cinematographer for yep. Mudbound. Uh, Rachel, she did Creed and... Um, uh, I believe uh, Black Panther. If I'm not, she writes. She works with Ryan Coogler a lot, and mm-hmm. she also did uh, Mudbound in this case. But that's not the story here. The story was everybody kind of was hovering around Dunkirk and Darkest Hour, but who took it home was Blade Runner 2049. And this is the director, one of my, or excuse me, cinematographer. He's one of my favorites uh, from Sicario. Mm-hmm. I loved his work there, and he took it home tonight. And it, he basically the crowd was going wild. Did you notice yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, um, just like its predecessor, really is about the cinematography. It really is. It. I mean, if you watch it, if you can, because <laughs> this is not going to be for many people. Oh, but if you if you actually watch it, you'll know exactly why he won. And this is not, I mean, look, this is another strong category this yeah, year. I mean, yeah, just yeah. Just really great cinematography going on. Yeah. So hats off to them. We also uh, 
well, that was a bonus. We talked about the uh, best. Kobe direct- Bryant winning. Yeah, we did. Co- you know what? <laughs> you just have to throw it in there. We have to go to the big, big ones. Um, we talked about best actor and best actress. Uh, let's start with the actor category. It is absolutely 100% no surprise here. None. Very stiff competition, but Gary Oldman took it home for The Darkest Hour, his portrayal of Winston Churchill. Yeah. We, I called it, you called it, everybody called it, and deservedly so. I did particularly, if you get a chance, listeners, to listen to his speech, I loved his, um, his, his, his love for America. And mm-hmm. just, I, I liked how he's did a spin of that because I'm not sure if he took home the BAFTA or not I have to look that up or see but he definitely um, acknowledged America as yeah. being a place where this opportunity is very unique in particular to him exactly um, did y'all see the clip like see this sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just go I mean how could you not how could you not and look these uh, great performances here in this yeah. category yeah. I mean so Congrats to him and to the makeup team that won. Oh, yes. Deservedly mm-hmm. so, yeah. because uh, they even showed <laughs> on the red carpet a clip of Gary Oldman. It's viral if you if you listeners want to look it up. He is, uh, his wife, his then fiance, now wife, mm-hmm. was filming him uh, dancing to James Brown as Winston Churchill, which... <laughs> Kind of, you you got to wrap your mind around yeah. that a little bit. And really, you know, the beginning of that movie, I knew going in who was playing Winston, but I forgot. And I was like, wait a minute, I know who this is. And he, by the way, he did win the BAFTA. He did. Okay, good, good, good. Excellent, wonderful. Best Actress. Now, again, no surprise here. She'd been sweeping uh, and giving sweepingly interesting acceptance speeches Francis McDormand uh, took it home for three billboards outside Ebbing Missouri I love the clips they showed of her I that Mm -hmm. they were very 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 strong and I'm excited to see the movie but I really I agree with Jimmy uh, Jimmy Kimmel tonight I (laughs) hope that she gets an Emmy for her Oscar speech (laughs) because she's crazy I mean now look and I say that affectionately and um Look, like I said in this movie, the actors do their jobs. Like, there is no question that people showed up to work. They had their coffee and everything else. And yeah, that she, the eyes. Everybody, yeah. you want to judge an actor? Look at what they're doing with their eyes, not their foreheads. Their eyes. <laughs> and it's right in there. And really, this cat, it's another, this category yeah. is just. An amazing category. I was looking just at the clips because I'd seen all of these movies anyway. The eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I do. I want to reiterate to the listeners: if you get a chance to listen to Francis Francis McDormand's acceptance speech, it really was beautiful. It it wasn't about her as much as it was celebrating uh, where we've come as women. And she had all the women nominees stand up, and then she gave this wonderful piece of advice. She said, now you see what's going on around the room. And basically, in my words, uh, take note of that and give us a call. (laughs) Finance our movies because we're doing good work. Um, And she obviously did it in her own way. Best director. Also no surprise here. We, and and if you look at this category, very different works. Like you probably can't get any more opposite. 
uh, then Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, and then the winner, The Shape of Water, uh, Guillermo del Toro's amazing uh, mind, his imagination, he took it home tonight. This is not his first Oscar, so so he's, he's beloved. I'm gonna talk about it in Best Picture, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course we have to round things out. I do wanna give an honorable mention to uh, those, not necessarily the people there for, uh, specifically, but also, like you said, um, the ones that we don't get to, like the Kobe we talked about. I want to mm-hmm. give a nod out to Coco, who took home two big uh, awards tonight. Yeah. That's They did the best original song, mm-hmm. which if you watched the original song performance, it was, uh, there, was a, there were a lot of big, huge numbers. And this one was was really, really interesting. These are the people from Frozen. These, these are the same... Uh, lyricists and composers from Frozen and Coco also won best um, feature and um, animation so we just have to I want to acknowledge that but the real MVP Hmm. as far as feature goes tonight the big one yeah it went to really no surprise the category best picture the nominees to remind you call me by your name darkest hour Dunkirk get out Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri, and the one who took it home, The Shape of Water. Now, who presented the best picture again? I already said it. Faye and uh, Warren Beatty, Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty were back celebrating the 51st year of Bonnie and i thought there was going to be a lot more joking around going on but they pretty much got to the point yeah and my favorite was when guillermo went up there and actually checked (laughs) and held it up and was like yes it's it's (laughs) but yes the shape of water took it home tonight it was watching those clips specifically without having seen the movie i am biting at the teeth i'm really excited to see that um just even the things that sally hawkins was doing you know mm-hmm. michael shannon popping in and out places richard jenkins obviously you have octavia spencer and whoever played the fish do we ever know who played the fish man I don't yes know. doug jones um doug- Jones, I don't know who that is. Who also is in Star Trek Discovery as another creature, Saru. Oh, so, okay. so yes. this is his world. This is his thing. Um, I thought Billboards was going to win. I'm happy that uh, Shape of Water won. Um, this is what everyone was predicting. Yeah. Uh, the Shape of Water is an adult fairy tale. Okay, everybody, this is what it is. So it's like if you take a child fairy tale story, the way it's presented to us, but you make it for adults, that's the shape of water. Mm. And again, Guillermo del Toro makes things that are typically shunned, feared, seen as ugly, repugnant, etc. What was his previous works? Just to remind the, the listeners. Well, of course he was behind the strain. Come on, this is... <laughs> no, nope, say it right. The strain! <laughs> the strain, you know. But you know I'm not going to watch. <laughs> well, I'm, and, and that's what he does. You know, he, he typically does horror 
and but yeah. he makes it beautiful. I mean, that's what the man typically does. Is it always the case that you're going to get that? Well, I will have to say that The Shape of Water is not horror, okay? It's not horror. But I mean, look, he, he wrote Pacific Rim, uh, he, uh, the Hellboy franchise, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, Pan's Labyrinth, which was very bizarre. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that kind of thing where you typically get, it's more, it's darker, right? He also, of course, directed Pacific oh, Rim. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to The Shape of Water, because sometimes, and we were talking about this uh, when we weren't recording, Ref, sometimes with, with Guillermo's work, it's so much of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that by the end you're worn out, you're like, okay, I'm done. But in The Shape of Water, there are moments of humor to go along with some of the darkness. It's an absolutely beautiful movie. Richard Jenkins is absolutely hilarious and endearing. Octavia Spencer is absolutely hilarious. Absolutely. Okay? Sally Hawkins brings her own quirky weirdness that she always brings. It, she, no one can do it like her. You got Doug, Doug, Doug Jones playing an amphibian god <laughs> sea creature. Who knows? We got Michael Shannon playing the bad guy. We got Michael Stolbarg playing uh, a Russian operative. Okay. (laughs) I mean, and and what this movie does, it it brings together not just this sea creature who is imprisoned and mistreated, etc., but a bunch of humans who are also overlooked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sally Hawkins, of course, is mute. Octavia Spencer, of course, this is like the 60s in Baltimore. Okay. And that's pulled in, all of that. She plays one of the um, uh, cleaning staff along with Sally Hawkins at this facility. (laughs) Okay, I'm not gonna give it away here. So you have all of that. I mean, Richard Jenkins has a thing going on, I'm not giving away. So all of this stuff, it's just a beautiful tableau that was created here. It is absolutely just a beautiful movie. And again, though, it's an adult fairy tale. Mm-hmm. So things that we don't see come to fruition when you have children's fairy tales do in this movie. And from the very beginning, Guillermo tells us, this ain't for kids, but you will get the same spirit out of it. So that's part of the reason why this one best picture out of, I mean, this is, it did have stiff competition. Yep, 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 it did. Listen, that's the 2018 Oscars. We are delighted. Again, no real, real surprises here. Um, I, I, I think as the years go on, I think the other awards are starting to pre- be better predictors. Maybe not so much the Golden Globes, but you know, as they start piling up, we start to see a pattern developing. Yeah. And also, I do have to highlight for uh, the Academy Awards, just because this is a, de- a debrief, they took they took moments to acknowledge a lot of things. They had a segment about trailblazers. They had a wonderful segment segment about um, the military in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, not military, like literal, but uh, highlighting it on the big screen. Uh, the memorial uh, was wonderful. I love Eddie Vedder. Uh, just a wonderful uh, job there. Overall, it was a pretty good year, yeah. I have to say, for Hollywood and for us to continue our podcast challenging you to go out and watch something so just look at the clips of the movies they showed 
Yep. Look, not just this year. I, that's was my favorite part. Just seeing the work. Absolutely. So keep locked here at Why Watch That. We'll continue to show the work.